On this episode of Money with Friends, are the checks in the mail yet? The latest on the next round of economic stimulus and what it means to you. It is Tuesday, December 22nd. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown Up podcast, coming to you from sunny Kissimmee, Florida. And coming to you from Texarkana, Texas, where we make the Stacky Benjamins podcast. I'm Joe Salcihai, Invading Tuesday's show. Here on Money with Friends, we talk about the latest personal finance headlines. We add in the insights and wisdom of our fantastic cast of thought leaders. We mix in some questions and comments from our many friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Today's show is brought to you by Tiller Money, the most flexible way to take control of your financial life in the year ahead. Only Tiller Money automatically updates spreadsheets with all your daily finances. Track your accounts in one place. Always know where your money goes. Confidently plan your financial future. That's TillerHQ.com forward slash MWF to check it out. TillerHQ.com forward slash MWF. And you help the show and you help yourself. Well, a lot of people right now, Bobby, getting help from the government because $600 stimulus checks on the way to millions and millions of people. Yes, I think a lot of people are relieved to get something because something is, of course, better than nothing, which is what we've had for many, many months. But there's a lot not happening that people are frustrated with as well. And we're going to talk about it. Let's do that. Let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick off today's show. This is Lacey from the Military Money Show, just chilling and chatting about the news. That is why I tune in to Money with Friends. Today's headline comes to us from Market Watch. It is by Elizabeth Buckwald and Andrew Keshner. And we should mention, by the way, that the story is changing. We are recording this Monday late afternoon. But of course, this is moving through the legislature. Did I say that properly? Um, quickly. And so um, things may update, but we're going to talk about where we are at least as of now. And things seem pretty clear where it's going to land. So the headline is from Market Watch: when will I get my second stimulus check? Mnuchin says they'll arrive, quote, very fast. And one expert, in fact, said I'd be shocked if the Treasury doesn't hit send by the end of the week. And then this talks about what is going into this almost $900 billion rescue package that the government's going to be basically writing a lot of relief checks for a lot of different entities. Um, They are voting on it pretty much as we speak, but it looks like it'll be $600 direct relief checks for eligible adults, which is only half of what it was last time. And then also $600 for each eligible child. Um, That is up actually from the $500 payout last time. And there are income limits on that as there was last time. Um, Joe, what do you think? That's, that's, we'll keep going through different parts of it, but. I kind of agree with the fact, I agree with the fact that this is, uh, that this is, is, too little. Now, before people get all political on me, I don't think that's a political statement. I think that we're still in that spot that you and I talked about this summer where the government's on the hook either way, right? The government's either going to have more people uh, uh, that they're going to be helping on on, on various uh, program roles, or they're going to give them some help, hopefully ahead of time before the worst happens. But $600 is a drop in the bucket compared to what you see uh, people need for rent, for groceries. The holidays 
for a lot of people, the, the, the most expensive time of the year. And if you're worried about, you know, if you're worried about, um, yourself, I don't think anybody's really worried about, uh, the holiday season that's really worried about making ends meet, but still I look at a $600 check and I think that's gone in instance. And I, and I also kind of, I kind of, you know, smirk in the worst way possible when the treasury secretary says that this is going to help small business, because I really feel like, small businesses aren't really geared up to take advantage of the fact that a $600 check is coming people's way and to go grab that money. I think the big box, huge, butt retailer is going to get all that money, right? So this is going to go to Amazon. It's going to go to Walmart. It's going to go to target and, and don't get me wrong, you know, nothing wrong with those companies getting it. But I, whenever I hear a pilot and, and he's, he's treasury secretary, not a politician, but I hear somebody in Washington say, this is going to really help small business. And no, 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 not really. Not really. Another thing like the PPP might help small business, but $600 stimulus check next. So, so it's nice. It's good. But, um, but I don't know. How do you feel? I think it's, it's nothing. When you think about the fact that people haven't gotten anything since July, I believe, right? The end of July. So we also do want to mention, we have Dylan, by the way, in our audience, and he's saying that he's more interested in the proposed unemployment supplement. That's going to be $300. And I believe it's just for 10 weeks additional. So again, a drop in the bucket. And one of the frustrations is that people, a lot of people are underemployed. So they're kind of scraping together some money, but not nearly enough to pay all of their bills, let alone have any sort of economic security. So Everything is good and anything is more than nothing. But I think the $300, which is half what it was, um, is also not being that well received again, although better than nothing. Um, it's tough. It's tough, but that's what people are really interested in because the unemployment situation for the people that have been hard hit really seems endless because it's syst- um, I want to get this probably systemic, meaning yeah. it's the industry that yeah. is really underwater. So if you work for an industry that is not coming back anytime soon, and many industries are not coming back for six months to a year at least, and we don't know what they'll look like at that time, you have a very long time horizon. And if you are maybe retraining to do something else, that's great. But again, that doesn't happen overnight. So $300 is really not that much, especially because sometimes well, three, people don't qualify for it. But $300 more on top of the unemployment more, benefit right. that, that they're it already is getting is way better than a one-time $600 check. Way, way, yes. way, way better than a one-time yes. check. So that that piece, I'm, I think I'm with Dylan that that's better. But to your point, also maybe... Maybe not enough. Uh, by the way, for people that are wondering if they're eligible or not, it looks like it's coming down the same way that it was the first time. So if you got a check before, you're getting one. If you did not get a check before, you're not getting one. Uh, should be should be very similar uh, number of people. 13.5 million adult dependents won't be eligible uh, as well, according to estimates from the Census Bureau. So um, yeah. And it's in the same calendar year, but people should just be aware that the way that they took the numbers last time was it was from your most recent tax return. So some people had their tax return from 2018, 18, I guess it would be, rather than 2019. Sure. Yeah. Right. So right. Um, maybe if you, well, I guess these will come out, it'll be based on the 2021 that you follow, that you filed. So you may or may not be eligible depending on how you did. That's a good point. Maybe, maybe so a little you different there. 
you should do some planning if it's advantageous for you to wait to file your taxes. If maybe your income was higher in 2020 for some reason, you should wait. And if your income was lower, maybe you should file it right away so that you, if you now are eligible and you were not before because your income went down, which makes much more sense. Um, so just pay attention to those important dates, the tax filing, and make sure that you give yourself the best shot at the most money. I I think there's definitely an order of operations to this too, Bobby, about what you do with, with this money. I think the, the first thing to do is to make sure that you can make minimum payments to any debt that you have. So to put it in a spot, don't put a bunch of money, to, especially if you're not sure where your income is going to come from for the next several months, don't use it to pay off a big bill. Use it so that you continue for as long as possible are able to pay that bill for the next three or four months if, if possible. Then I think the second thing to do is, is make sure your emergency fund is up and ready to go. Um, because who knows what's going to happen after the new year and how long it takes the vaccine to make its way through the the whole population so that we see some return to normalcy. So I would do that second. I'd make sure those two things, you've got your debt strategy and you have your, your plan for um, your emergency fund in place before you go out and invest this money. Absolutely. And emergency funds, as we've been saying all year, should be larger than they than we used to think they should be because, of course, the emergency lasted longer than we ever anticipated. Um, also being pointed out in our online audience here, um, if you had a kid, make sure the uh, the government knows about that in terms of tax filings. However, they're accounting for kids, which I assume is, you know, dependence on your tax return. You want to if you have a that dependent too. that's new, you had a baby, um, you should make sure that that is documented in the appropriate way so that you get that money as well. It's funny, John, who's hanging out with us on YouTube says, I can't reconcile how so many people are hurting uh, financially with all the increases in non-essential expenditures. That shows the difference here, Bobby, about, you know, they talk about the K recovery. If if you're working for a, a, a company like somebody in tech where people are hanging out all day on Zoom, right, then you're mm -hmm. not feeling this. You're feeling the opposite side of so many people are moving toward your product because you're in the that, that area. And then those people, People are spending money on and the non-essentials are spending on. And we talked about this with uh, some people uh, from Affinity Solutions uh, last week on the Stacking Benjamin show uh, about those non-essential things are getting your home office fixed up, right? Working on uh, home improvement around the house since you're at home. So a lot of these non-essential things that people are reporting that they're spending more money on are people who aren't hurting or making, they're trying to make their life more comfortable. I think that's the way we see it. There's definitely a dichotomy me this year, especially between the haves and the have nots. Oh, I completely agree. And we're seeing that also in what stores are doing well. When you look at the home improvement stores, they're doing fine. When you look at places, and it's interesting, um, you know, places even like Airbnb, people that can afford to go away somewhere, they don't want to be at these big hotels where they're congested with other people. They want to be in their own separate private space. So a company like Airbnb can really do well. And, if, that, and therefore the people that own that the individuals that have the homes. You and I were going over and uh, uh, this is pretty exciting guys. Next week, Bobby and I are going to play. Uh, we're going to have some commentary about the year in review, but we're going to do it through a series of five episodes that kind of show some of the stories of this year. And before we hit record on today's show, we were talking about that. What a, speaking of Airbnb, what a change that was, wasn't it? That there wow. was a time when we thought all these people were struggling to stay alive, these hosts struggling to stay alive. And now Airbnb, IPO, through the roof, uh, people doing great because everybody wants mm -hmm. to stay in an Airbnb and not in a hotel. 
Yeah. People want to have their own private space because it's considered safer. And I think that trend will continue to a large degree. I think that the people, I think some people got on board with Airbnb right away, but a lot of people were resistant to the whole idea of kind of staying in a private home. And I think we're over that. Sure. No, I totally agree. In just a moment, Bobby and I are going to have our takeaways from today's discussion about the stimulus checks that are on the way. But first, when you get your stimulus check, you want to make sure that you take care of that. And to take care of that, you need to know what your budget is. Instead of using an app, I like using spreadsheets because I can keep the parts of the app that I like, get rid of the pieces that I don't. Tiller Money has a bunch of different templates that you can start with. So you don't have to create your own spreadsheet if you're not a spreadsheet nerd. And then all of your transactions automatically feed into your spreadsheet. So you don't have to go redo it every day. You press one button and it works on its own. You can start your free trial, see the most flexible way to take control of your financial life in the year ahead by heading to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. That's tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. I know at the beginning of the year, too, by the way, for people who are interested in creating spreadsheets, Tiller's doing a big challenge with their community. So while you're there, look into the Tiller community if you're a spreadsheet nerd, because a uh, big challenge to help people get their budgets together. That that was fun last year, and they're going to redo it again this year. So it should be a great time. Bobby, what's our takeaway from today's discussion? You know, Joe, I think once this is set in stone and we know exactly what's going on, take the time to read this directly so that you know what's in it for you. Don't just read the headlines and the various news reports. Make sure you go really to the primary document and make sure that you take advantage of anything that makes sense for your personal situation and make sure you don't do anything that is not. Um, Like I said, we didn't go through the whole bill, but there may be things that look like they're good on the surface, like being able to, in the past one, you could access your 401k. That may not be the best thing for you. So don't assume just because you can, you should, but make sure you take advantage of everything that you are eligible for. Yeah, I definitely think that when it comes to $600, we tend to let that slip through our fingertips, Bobby. And I think in a year like this year, that's been so bad for so many people, making sure it doesn't slip through your fingertips is really important this year. So think about where is this money best used and, and, um, and, and do the right thing. Do, do, I feel like when it comes to the, these type of decisions, these are the ones people really mess up and don't get ahead. Um, when this could be the turning point for somebody. And I hope that it is. Because you feel it's free money. It, you totally but do. It's not. It's, you know, I think as a taxpaying citizen and um, someone that these things are not in your control, um, I would consider it earned money yeah. in that sense. You're a citizen, you pay your taxes. And this is how we help each other as a society. So don't consider it free money. Consider it money earned just like any other money and treat it just as carefully. And you know what? You had to go through all the BS of this year, so you earned it that way, too. (laughs) Very well said, Joe. Bobby, people can help us make the last few episodes this year of the show. Uh, Where do people go to do that? Absolutely. Follow us on Instagram at Money Friends Pods. You can be part of our quizzes and polls, but be part of the live recordings by coming to and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, search for Money with Friends, and you can be part of our community. If there were ever a time that people were thinking about food delivery, it's 2020. And also with a lot of people being off work and maybe not wanting to go to the grocery store, food delivery through the roof, we're going to talk about a piece Bobby found from the Wall Street Journal, food delivery fees, how to avoid the $18 burger. That's an $18 burger sounds awesome right now. 
Well, this is an $18 burger that, that really costs $8 if you were actually in the restaurant. Right. That's, the, that's the key. That's the hook. I mean, there are fancy places where the $18 burger is really an $18 burger, but it shouldn't be an $8 burger that costs you $18 to get. It's it's $2 at home. It's $8 at the restaurant. It's $18 with DoorDash. That's on tomorrow's Money with Friends. Bye-bye. The show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember, you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam. Nailed it. Done.